Thanks for joining us in the Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette, where we discuss the empty nest and beyond. Hi, this is Christy Robinette. And this is Chuck Robinette. And this is the Robinette's Nest. Yes. This is the first of the year, although we're already in the middle, middle of, of January. January. And there's such a reason why we're so delayed. Why we're such slackers. On our podcast. Uh-huh. Because we have motivation to put one out every week. Absolutely. But this year has been challenging already. <laughs> Yeah, New Year's comes along and everyone's got great hopes, great wishes, and... Then the resolutions are broken. (laughs) And life goes on. Yeah, so we were anticipating a grandbaby to be born between Christmas Christmas and New Year's. So when that didn't happen, we're like, of course we're going to have a New Year's Eve baby. It'll be wonderful. It'll be great. And that didn't happen. Mm, No. It happened. Right. Just not on New Year's. No. Or January 2nd. Well, no. Well, so we were, she was supposed to be induced on the 2nd the second in like at 11 o'clock a.m. And they say, you know, it can take all day. Because doctors don't want to work on January 1st. You know, there's football games. Okay. <laughs> and she had a female doctor. So I don't really think, and not to be gender biased, but I don't you really don't think. don't know. I don't really think that was the thing. You don't know. But they, um, she ended up going into labor the morning of the induction, inducing, and whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that, that. January 2nd. But, so we got there like at three in the afternoon. And she had been there since 5 a.m. So she, uh, we won't go into too many details. Not too many details. All those stories to tell the grandchildren when they're older. It's like way too private. Way, way. But it wasn't until 1.37 in the morning on On January January 3rd that Benjamin Alexander was born. Benny! Nine pounds, three ounces, a big boy, healthy, happy. Big toes. Big toes. He got monkey feet. He's got really big toes. He's going to be able to swing from vines by his feet. Long fingers. Yeah, he's yeah. a cutie. He's got cheeks. Maybe he'll be an accountant with long fingers, you know, punching those calculators. <laughs> they know. could be. Our basketball player. Our piano player. That's, there we go. We have to keep it in the family. There you go. My father was. Yeah. So why not? Yeah. So, no. So he is uh, already over a week old now. Yeah. And actually 10 days, 11 days. Yeah. I don't do math. Whatever. I don't know. Doesn't matter. So, but he's, he's doing well. Mama's doing well. He's doing good. Life is good. He's very alert. Very alert. Eyes are always moving. Sometimes they give you that little squint and that scowl, like the lollipop guild, you know, in the Wizard of Oz. But yeah, it's a cute, cute little peanut. Yeah. He's really cute. So we're super excited to be grandparents. So that was the good part of the first of the year. That was the wonderful part of the first of the year. And then. And then. So Chuck is rarely to ever sick and he's rarely to ever hurt and he plows through everything. What a tripper. But he's somehow manifested that every January. I get sick. He gets sick and he wasn't necessarily sick. No. He was hurt. It's not such a manifestation, but it just always seems to happen. 
so for the last couple of months, he's been having like chest, chest pains. pains. And he went to the doctor because obviously you want to check to make sure that it's not heart. heart. And it wasn't. And Lord knows how many EKGs they've given me, and I'm fine. Yeah. And so they kept saying that it was costochondritis. You keep remembering that. I can't remember that Which name. is inflammation of the tissue around the, the rib ribs, cage. Yeah. And around the heart, too. So it can mimic a heart attack. Yes. And so the the remedy for it is ibuprofen rest. Because <laughs> that's all they can do yeah, let's for just, it. Let's just rest. But but for the most part, you were. Yeah, you've been. So. I tried. The last last year was a lot of lifting. Oh dear God. With moving his mom Mom-ing. out and it's it's just uh, it was just a lot. I mean, he thought he was like twenty five years old. I keep thinking I'm mentally I'm twenty five. Physically, I'm pushing 60, folks. Yeah. So he's he was overdoing it then. We think that it just somehow kind of rolled down into the into the now. And so for the last two months, he's been having this chest pain. Just chest pain, and it got worse. Yeah. You know, it's some days are better than others. It's it starts like right right over my heart, really, and it radiates, and sometimes it goes across my chest. But then it got to the point where it kind of circled around like a band on my back between my shoulder blades, and it would vary from one place to the other and under my arms, the backs of my arms. It's just an awful, awful feeling, and you just try to deal with it, you know. So we we decided to go to urgent care because he was really hurting, and his leg was hurting. Yeah, I was hurting bad, and my left thigh was just aching. I couldn't stand on it. I couldn't walk. It's like, what the heck is going on? So so we went to urgent care. Urgent care decided to do a chest X-ray, and they came back and said, we think that you've got pneumonia. It was spotty, supposedly, spotty, the X-ray. So they gave him a breathing treatment. A breathing treatment which I was made him coughing. feel better. I was coughing. And that hurt my chest when you cough. And they gave him a shot of steroid or something. Mm -hmm. And on the way home from the urgent care. We were told by our doctor he was concerned about that his leg was still hurting. That it could be a blood blood clot. So he got sent to the emergency room. I said no, but we we got probably two miles from the house. And I said... All right. So at this point, I don't know even know what day it is. It's like the seventh of I, I don't remember. know. I don't, I don't remember. Know. I don't know. The last week and a half has just honestly been kind of a blur. Oh. And so he ended up, they did everything, couldn't figure out what was going on, gave him pain medication. CT scans, pain medication was not helping. Nothing came back. The next day, he was in worse pain. We ended up back at the emergency room. The same ordeal happened. Gave him more pain medication and sent him on his way. That's merry little way. And then they, the doctor decided, well, we'll check gallbladder to see if maybe it's gallbladder or kidneys. Kidney stones. Sent him for a ultrasound. Yeah. And Another that was one. the kind of the earth angel. Another CT scan, Be- right. Because they, she kind of whispered to him and said, you know, I think you might have a rib out of place or a fractured rib. And yes. I think you probably should go see a chiropractor. Which I've never gone to before in my life. And you swore you would never do that. No, because back in the day when I was younger, it was like, you know, they would rack you up and crack your back and you'd have to go constantly, blah, blah, blah. In fact, your dad used to go to the chiropractor all the time. And I never understood why. And he hasn't been probably in. No, because it helped him. Yeah, it did. I'm sure it did. I went once because of my neck. I was in so much pain and with my neck. 
that I went and I came out of there. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so much better. And then I only went like twice and I was good and I didn't need to. Didn't I mean, they want right. you to come right. all the time. Yeah, because I've been but... there, I think, three times so far. So he went. So I he went. ended up going to the chiropractor. That's what the last Friday. And desperate. And I even told the doctor, I said, nothing against you, but I'm grasping at straws here. I'm in a lot of pain and this is what's going on. And he was concerned with the heart and all that too. But I said, okay. And took probably a dozen x-rays. And said that you had a, a, a rounded rib, out of rib thing. And I've got a lot of scar tissue. And the backstory on that is I fell on black ice backwards probably 18, 20 years ago. And I really hurt my, my ribs. I really racked them up. And I couldn't walk. I couldn't do anything for a couple of days. But I never went to the doctor. I never went to the hospital. And, you know, I gradually I got better. So, so you said me. that you probably should have went. And should have been there. In fact, he even asked yeah. me that yesterday. He said, now, you never went to the doctor, never got it checked out? I said, no. Nope. Yeah. So 20 years later, here we are. It's biting me in the ass. Although I will say, I've had fractured ribs. I had three fractured ribs. Mm-hmm. And I ended up. Um, my ex-husband gave me three fractured ribs. And that will save that for another episode of <laughs> no. The Robin's Nest. <laughs> no. It it definitely was it was on purpose, but it wasn't domestically abusive. Like It'll be a series of all the exes. We'll talk about the exes on another episode. <laughs> so, another cast. But anyway, so I ended up at the hospital and um I was pregnant at the time, didn't know that either. So every time Michaela would kick me, she would kick me in the ribs that were trying to, you know, heal, but they don't really do anything for fractured ribs no, anyway. No, you can do. You know? Even football players, athletes, you know, anybody that knows they that. They sometimes wrap you. They wrap you, they give you a flak jacket, they do whatever, but yeah, it's, it, nothing really can do. You can't put you in a cast. No. In fact, with mine, they were really worried because the fracture was very close to one of my internal organs, and they were worried that it was going to end up, like, clipping, you know, like there was a shard of it, and they were worried it was going to clip my organ like my kidney or something mm. so i was wrapped she was wrapped but i don't know so i don't know what they would have done that many years ago wait anyway so he's been seeing a chiropractor he's doing better yep but the first time he saw it was like he came back and he's like i'm doing better this and great the wonderful very next day we had to get on an airplane to go to boulder boulder colorado and for like a quick 36 hours i, w- I was i was filming a television project correct and so he ended up coughing. Something with the Cairo started. The night before that Friday night, I started, yeah, loosens it. Because, again, it's the first time I'd ever seen a chiropractor. You know, like cracking your neck and cracking your back. And they're pushing you here and pushing you there. And it gets kind of like all the toxins out of you. And then kind of, I don't know, loosen stuff up. Anyway, I was coughing like I was a 60-year-old chain smoker. And it hurt my ribs again. So we, you must have like pulled something it out of place something, or yeah. something. So he was like completely helpless and he was determined he was going to go on this trip with me and he really shouldn't have gone on this trip with me. Onward to Denver. He could not like put his seatbelt on. He couldn't buckle no. his pants. I <laughs> pull my pants up. I was like, what if you got to go to the bathroom? I can't go to the bathroom. Well, I guess I could have went in those well, family restrooms with you. That would have been a lot of fun here. Can you hold it for me, honey, while I go? Yeah. It was it was really stressful. Can you see the wheels turning now? Yes. Okay. And so, but we made it. We yeah. made it to we made it to Denver, and we had an amazing driver who took us to Boulder. Yeah, straight from Denver International Airport to the DIA. And we had a 
a beautiful vintage 100-year-old hotel named Hotel Boulderado. The Boulderado. That we stayed at. And, of course, they put us, like, on the complete opposite, opposite side. End. And you had to go upstairs, down some stairs, back up some <laughs> stairs. There was an ancient <laughs> elevator that, you know, like a little bellhop has to get in there. And they shut the doors. And, and they, they crank, crank it. it. And it goes up. And it, ding, and you go to the but next But you still one. had to, like, do but all these stuff. you still had to walk across the skywalk. Oh, my gosh. And I was, like, seriously, you know, and I, I, I'm trying to be a trooper. And Chuck's trying to be a trooper. And I'm handling, you know, the luggage. And... Um, and I'm just, ex- I'm exhausted, you know, at this. And so we, we did explore Boulder for like the day. We Yes, they, they brought us there a day ahead of this taping so we could explore it, you know, rest yeah, up. Yeah, that was really situations. nice. And uh, Boulder is known for, well, it's the University of Colorado Boulder. And so it's a college town. And it's beautiful. I think Boulder's known for what? Did well, Colorado's known for like you know the weird marijuana. thing is, and I kept asking you, and you're looking at me like, huh? What I remember Boulder myself personally growing up was the old TV show Mork and Mindy. They were based in Boulder. I didn't like the show. Yeah, but yeah, Robin Williams, Mork and Mindy. Yeah, but they didn't was, really make a big deal. No, about but it. I mean they were in Boulder, so I always remember that as Boulder. Yeah. And I thought Colorado, you know, you see pictures, you do whatever. Obviously, they ski. And, you know, they've got the mountains, the Rocky Mountains. So I think it would be a lot of snow and all these big fur trees and the beautiful. No. No, it was flat. 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 Yeah, I don't even remember flat. even seeing a tree, honestly. There were trees, but there weren't <laughs> like fur, fur trees. And it, Boulder sits right at the beginning of the, the foothills of the Rockies. And like north of Boulder is where the Rockies start. So, so and it was beautiful. So we saw it snowing on the mountain. Yeah. It's like it wasn't could, snowing by that, us. But we saw it, Pikes Peak. We didn't go to Pikes Peak, no. but we could see Pikes Peak. And so we explored Pearl Street, which is that's the fam- their famous Pearl Street is like a, I don't know, probably not even a mile, maybe, but yeah, it's outdoor shops. It's like a, hist- yeah. a street that's it's blocked off. It reminded me of Savannah when we went yeah, downtown Savannah. Savannah. Like they had a lot of the same St. Augustine, touristy, something like that. you know, shops that they touristy, had. But yeah, touristy shops. And then we were like, we were we were so hungry, we hadn't eaten in like twenty four hours, and I'm like. Where should we go? So Boulder is also a little hippie, yuppie. Everything's a bit um, like like beet hummus and, you know, mozzarella, salmon mixed with, I don't know. I'm trying to make stuff She's up. making stuff there's, up. There's, no, I'm not making up the no, beet not the, hummus. No, no I know really that they had that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of artichokes and avocados and stuff that, you know. Very good. It's very farm to table, which very I'm, good. I'm good. It's debatable. So we asked somebody. We're like, well, we're thinking of going to the sink. It's a place of a restaurant called the sink. And she's like, yes, that's where you need to go. Obama was there. Guy Fieri did his show there. He did di- diners, drive-ins, and dives and there. And that's where, because we're like, we're not fussy. We're like classic eaters, like hamburgers, pizza. Like, we're not you know, looking American for. Food. Normal. We're not looking for artichoke. No. Cat, no. 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 Whatever. I want nothing. No. So she's like, yeah, it's just up the it's street just and over. Up there. <laughs> so we're on Pearl Street, I think, in 14th. And this restaurant, the sink, is on 12th and something or other. So I'm thinking, okay, just two blocks over. We're at the 12th, and there's probably another couple of streets up. It's on the same street that the White House is, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yes. So, But we, not Washington. Not really, not really the same street, but the same walk. name of the street. Correct. 
So we start walking because uh, I put my ways on and ways is like, it's yeah, like fine. a half a mile and half a mile. Isn't that far? Like, that okay. Far. Yeah, it wasn't a half a mile. It was like a mile plus. Broken ribs. And, and it was uphill. And uphill. when I say uphill. Yeah. It wasn't like your mother saying or your grandfather saying, yeah, I had to go to school uphill both ways. It was, was for kid. real uphill. It was really uphill. And it even was called the hill. The hill. The area where it was yeah. at. So I'm like, so in the meantime, we're walking and Chuck's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. She's fine. Are you okay? And he's like, I'm, I'm okay. Great. The crisp, cool air. It was amazing. Was great. It was wonderful. But in the meantime, I'm downloading Lyft on my <laughs> phone, phone because like, we are definitely not walking. Even though it's going to be downhill Even though now, it's downhill. We're definitely not walking back. It's worth 10 bucks to get a ride back. Yeah. So we we downloaded that. Oh, oh, so I Uh-oh. missed it. So he was in so much pain. So much pain. So I ended up texting this spa mm-hmm. to see if they would give him like the CBD massage and see if it would help alleviate some pain because I couldn't imagine how we were going to get back home. This is why we're coming in onto the approach in. of uh, Denver International Airport. We had just landed and she's looking for some place for me to. So I did. So they texted and they're like, okay, he's got a four o'clock appointment. It was about a mile and a half from our hotel. Be here. So we're like, okay. So we're like, okay. So we ate at the sink. What did you think? I thought it was phenomenal. It was good. It was a dive, obviously. Good place called a sink. What do you expect? Had both ceilings. The original owners had painted the walls. People autographed their That's not why it was called The Sink, though. I don't know why it was called It was called The Sink because it was, like, an originally, like, an Italian restaurant. And there was a great big, like, fountain in the middle of it. That they said looked like a sink. I read the history. Oh, well, I was busy with broken ribs, so I really wasn't. It was on the menu. The menu, I was looking for food on the menu. I wasn't looking for history. (laughs) So, So, yeah. So, but it was... I had steak. I had a flat iron steak with salad. And normally I don't get French fries, but I got French fries. And they it, the whole thing was amazing. It was probably the best steak that I've ever had. I had pizza, which was not what I was going to get when I was there. I think Guy Fieri had some kind of a burger with something or other. and But he I wasn't like going there. like a Reuben, didn't Yeah, he? it was a Reuben burger. Some, 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 something crazy. I, I said that. I did read that on there. But it wasn't going to be for me. I ended up with pizza. The Slaughterhouse Five, they called it. Which was pepperoni, Canadian bacon, diced. I don't know it was all the meat. It was all the meat. Chicken. Yeah. And something else. Well, anyway, it was. It, it was great. It was great. It was phenomenal pizza. It was really, really, really good. Fresh. So in the meantime, I'm drink. They're telling you you got to drink a lot, a lot of, water of water because you're in this altitude. So we're downing water. So we're downing water at the restaurant. Didn't have no. I had an iced tea. You had an iced tea. You always have. But I did tea. also drink I water. water, and. So we, they ended up, long story short, they ended up coming back and saying, oh, well, we were playing with the gift card thing yeah, on the something. register. And so we took $25 off. So pretty much our bill was for free, free except for the tip. And it was like, wait, what? And so we were like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So then we met our Lyft driver out. Yeah, and that door. was easy breezy. And he took us back to our hotel and then we had to get ready for him to go to his spa appointment. Yep. And the hotel's like, oh, well, we'll take you for we'll free. We'll take you. Yeah, the, That's the three not mile a problem. radius. It wasn't a mile, a little over a mile away. So they took us there. Mm-hmm. And then they sat me in like a lounge with a weighted blanket. And 
eating dried fruit and drinking. I really wasn't. I was drinking water and warm tea, and it was very good. And they took Chuck. And then, like, five minutes after they take Chuck, (laughs) the manager's like, Christy? And I, the way that he said it, like, I honestly thought Chuck had a heart attack on the table and was dead. on the table. And he's like, he saw my face. And he's like, no, nothing's wrong. However, he's in so much pain. And we just don't think that this is a good idea. And they ended up doing Reiki and a CBD Ironically, one of our doctors had said that. Not a good idea to get a massage. Not a good idea. Maybe he needs to get Reiki. So you're in Boulder, Colorado. I was like, where am I going to find somebody that does Reiki on a Saturday afternoon afterwards? And that wasn't even a service that they offered. This is how, like, the angels work. So... The so I, I mentioned it. I said, Well, do you do Reiki or reflexology or anything alternative modality? And the massage therapist turned to the manager and said, Well, I've been doing Reiki for 22 I'm a Reiki years. Reiki master for 22 years. And if he allows me, I would be happy to do that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Absolutely. And he's like, And it's all on the house. On the house. All, and I'm like, No, absolutely not. It was just so, so it was so yeah. weird serendipitous Serendipitous. i don't know it was just really strange but it did kind of help yeah they put oil the cbd oil but you were some completely out of it so we were gonna like explore other places and we were gonna do but he was just like really i couldn't wait to get to the bar so we and that's what we did so we took another lift and we went to the hotel and we went to the bar and i rarely to ever drink and i had a sangria chuck had a peach peach bourbon mule and we drank that. Because I do like my bourbon. And I think by 8 p.m. Yeah. Mountain time, we were asleep. That's you right. were asleep. I was asleep. I was not asleep. It's strange in Denver and mountain time. They, instead of 6 o'clock news, it's the 7 o'clock news. So we watched the news, and I think Jeopardy was Some on Jeopardy. Yeah, my, the goat. My eyes were closed. I'm like, oh. But before that, we had gone to a CBD place. Yep. And right, 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 a block from the hotel. We talked to them about different, issues, yeah. you know, means, and they were extremely helpful. Uh, yeah, and so he had gotten some gummies, some edibles, and some tincture, like some liquid. Uh, and we're like, okay, we're so desperate to get him out of pain, you know, at this point. So he fell, falls asleep like at eight something. Yeah, it was eight o'clock. I was awake until past midnight because one, the hotel was haunted. <laughs> and I, and it wasn't scary haunted, but it was so haunted. And before that, when we got out of the lift after the spa, mm-hmm. no, no, after the restaurant, yeah, they were talking about make sure you're guzzling water, make sure you're yep. drinking Drink because the there's an altitude thing and you're from the Midwest and you don't understand. And and I was, we were. And I got out of the I got out of the car mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I felt like I had drank like a whole bottle of whiskey and the whole world was spinning and then it felt like I was in an elevator that was like falling. So I was having crazy vertigo. Mm. And so I'm like, this isn't fun. And then we go into the CBD place and I'm like, oh, maybe I'm just picking up on the energy of that. And then we go back to the hotel and I'm seeing things and I'm having (laughs) like experiences, but I'm seeing a ghost white cat and I'm seeing a lady that wants to talk to me. But I felt so like maybe it's not real. Like, maybe 
I don't know. Even though it's this is my life is real, it didn't feel real. Mm-hmm. So it was just really bizarre. So I came home. We came home. I yes. filmed. I filmed, and that filmed was her great. Show, George Nori. And we got on the flight, and that took forever and a day. Yeah. We came home, and I am still having crazy vertigo. We got home about midnight Sunday night. So I am. I was fine with the altitude, but yeah, you're having. Yeah, a hard I'm. Time. Ha- I'm still having a really hard time. So I wanted to talk real quickly about there's this article I found: eight ways to stay positive when you're sick. And we got to go through this really fast because we're already running out of time. So <laughs> tell your family you aren't well. Okay, uh-huh. fine. Clean up and freshen your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's gonna? You clean don't the house, feel right? good. Right. You don't feel good. It's I don't feel floors. good. That's not happening. Mm. Your body might be sick, but your mind doesn't have to. So do something mental. Guess what? When you're not feeling good, yeah, you mentally don't feel like you want to do anything. We're not doing crossword puzzles. Eat better, drink better. Oh yeah, all right. Okay, but and and we have been. We've been eating. You know, so I haven't been eating a lot. Yeah. Now and it's a, it does say less alcohol. Um, look at pretty things. <laughs> Take a walk. Yeah, let's look at some flowers. So Chuck's got a busted rib, and yeah. I can't walk because I've got vertigo. So let's take a walk. Let's go to the art institute. I want to look at some paintings. Take a shower. Okay, uh, I do that duh. every morning. Yeah. Listen to music. Oh well, yeah. Go, d- go, dan- go dancing. Music. Mm. Fantastic. Mm. Look like the Walking Dead on a dance floor um, right Engage now. with your friends. Oh, yeah. So you know what? I am so dizzy. I have this vertigo that I have a really hard time of looking down at my phone and looking at the computer. Yep. So all of those things suck. Yep, suck. So am I being negative? Am I being, like, anti-positive? Eh, it's new agey what they want you to do anyway. I'm a little new agey, though. Yeah, well, you are. I'm not. I, I I am completely for that. But when you're not feeling good. Yeah, you just don't want to be bothered. When you don't feel well, you just want to lay in bed, put the blankets over your head. And now, I'm one for don't get caught up into that duty. energy, you know, constantly. But you're allowed to just sort of, like, not overthink you're not feeling well. I don't know. Right? It's just crazy. That's crazy. I'm not going to listen to anything they tell me to do on the internet anyway. Because <laughs> it's the internet. We are on the internet, though. We're kind of... Well, I'm not telling people, yeah. Ice sure your back? You, yeah. Anybody that wants to stop by and ice my back, here's the address. It, so it's been a crazy 16 days. 16 days and counting, folks. Into the year. Yeah. I've had to reschedule clients. I've had to, I feel like I've disappointed like so many people in the last 16 days than I have in like my entire life. And strangely <laughs> enough, there's 350 days. More days of the year to go, including the leap year. 16 days in. 366 this year. Yeah. Do the math, folks. Well, I hope I don't have all of those days where I'm disappointing people. Yeah, me either. I'm really... I this I don't know if those of you that have ever had vertigo. So I went to the doctor and they said I have an infection. I have fluid in the back of my eardrums. So the vertigo is probably caused by... Well, it is caused. It's not probably. It is caused by that. And it's I never do well with flights for some reason. Some reason. I I just don't. It's the altitude with that as well. So why I wouldn't think I'd have a problem with Colorado, I don't know. I just don't know the mile high city in Denver. I just don't know. I don't either. But I did. <gasps> so I've I'm doing all of the holistic treatments. I'm taking antibiotics. I'm doing the Flonase. You're doing the ice. You're doing the ibuprofen. You're doing the 
margaritas. Margaritas. <laughs> Watermelon margaritas right here, You're folks. Doing that. I'm doing the water, the iced tea, the, you know, all of that. Um, so I'm hoping that this isn't a precursor to, yeah, to the rest, the of, rest the of the year. The next 350. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping fingers are crossed that crossed. this is. So if you guys have any ways to stay positive, Stay when positive. you're not feeling well, it's called watermelon margaritas. We would love to know because you know we're there for you. We're there for you, and we hope you're there for us. <laughs> please, please, anybody, <laughs> anybody. So this is the Robinette's Nest. We really appreciate you listening. Hope that you will share this podcast. Share it with somebody. Like this podcast, especially if someone's really sick and they need <laughs> to listen to something and engage. I don't know. And uh, I believe in you. This is Christy Robinette. And Chuck Robinette. See you next time. Adios. Thanks again for listening to The Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette. Be sure to subscribe and tune in for the next episode.